the Think Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Actress Caroline Aaron is well known for her performances in such films as Heartburn, Primary Colors, Sleepless in Seattle, Edward Scissorhands, and TV shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Madam Secretary, and of course, for playing Shirley Maisel in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is just starting its fifth and final season this week on Amazon Prime, as I've got Caroline Aaron on the line right now in New York City. Hi, Caroline. Welcome. I've always loved your scene-stealing presence in, in just about everything you do. Thank you so much. So nice to have you on the show, and you've done so many different films and TV shows. But with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, have you ever been involved in anything that is so at the top of its art form? Never. Never, never, never. This is a once-in-a-lifetime, and... You know, cumulatively, all of us have done an enormous amount of work, yeah. and we all say to each other in this ensemble, um, none of us have ever been in something where every single element of this show is top-notch. I can't remember a show, really, that captured a time and space as well as this one does. You, you really feel like you're back there in that era, don't you? Yes, and it's so authentic, and they put so much work into the details, into the clothes and the sets, and you do feel like you're walking back in time. Maisel has one of the great casts, obviously, in television. What can you tell me about working, first of all, with uh, Kevin Pollack? Well, this is Kevin and my second go-round together. We did a movie years ago called House Arrest, right. which was really fun. And when I went in for my costume fitting um, for the very first time, uh, I was going to be in the show. I said, who's playing my husband? And they went, we can't tell you. And I went, please, please <laughs> tell me. So they finally revealed who it was going to be. And I was so excited that it was going to be Kevin. So, And Kevin is a stand-up comic. Yeah. So I had sort of, you know, somebody to ask so many questions of because he knows this world so, so well. Yeah, and does he offer comments actually to, to the writers and, and to Rachel because of what she does on the show as a comedian? Yes, he does. He, he said, you know, he's, he's always available. And, you know, in the writer's room, they have people who are writing, you know, the stand-up stuff. And he, um, he said, you know, to Rachel, anytime you need me, to tell you what this is all about, I am there for you. And it's, you know, it's such an ensemble that, you know, we are, we have really been there for each other for the last six years. So it's hard to say goodbye. I was going to say that, uh, you know, Caroline, I've talked to many actors over the years, and one of the things you go through with the run of a TV series, especially one that's been on for a while, is that you kind of go through a little bit of a depression because in some cases you don't see these people again. Is, is that kind of the case for you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's exactly how we feel. Not only will I miss the people, I'll miss these characters tremendously and yeah not only has the show been on for five years but because we had the pandemic in the middle of it we've been together for seven years kind of hanging on to each other to get to this final season so we feel really blessed and we can't wait to work together with every single person that's 
part of this ensemble, I will go anywhere, anytime to work with them. Yeah, I'll bet you will. Uh, I, I Speaking of the pandemic, I think you did this particular scene that I'm thinking of during that time where you're on the Wonder Wheel at Coney Island. Yes. and. You're yelling to everybody, how much do you love your funnel cake? And someone yells to, to yeah. you to shut up, and you say shut up to them. Just hysterical. And I, it occurs to me, the editing was just so brilliantly done in that scene. Brilliant. And, you know, that was our first episode back after the pandemic. And because there were so many restrictions on everybody, so everyone would be safe, we didn't have our scripts yet. And I thought, oh, well, this is going to be... You know, what can they do? They can't, we weren't allowed to have the beginning of um, the third season had been this USO tour and they had 800 extras and we knew that wasn't allowed. They wanted as few people gathering together as possible. So I thought the show would be, you know, sitting in a kitchen and talking and that would be the, the, the easiest way. And when we got the first script and it took place on the Wonder Wheel at Coney Island, I went, oh my God, our creators really believe in going big. They have such a sense of scope. And it took almost the whole season to do that scene at the Wonder Wheel. And when we finally went to Coney Island, it still wasn't open because of the pandemic. And I have to say, it's a fun way to go to Coney Island, just with your friends. Just with your, yeah. The VIP treatment. So when you were shooting that scene, I know this is all technical geek kind of stuff, but when you're shooting the scene of of you straightforward when you're sitting on the ride, did they build a thing in the studio where you were actually looking like you were on the ride? Yes, they they built the car in the studio, an exact replica of the car, and we each took turns being in the car, and then they built scaffolding for the rest of us to be standing on at different levels so that we could actually have an eye line to who you would see as you were going around that wheel. Wow. It was very complicated and incredibly accomplished. And I heard you, you're talking about authenticity. I heard you say, I think in a past interview that the popsicles are something that you have there at Coney had little uh, political billboards on them for Nixon and Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess that was real. On one side of your popsicle, they had a picture of Nixon, and the other side had a picture of Kennedy. So, yeah, everything was so authentic and so well-researched. And whenever we would walk onto the set, it was like walking back in time. Just amazing. Uh, By the way, I just saw a um, rerun of The Odd Couple, the the one with Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon. And again... Here you are, the the scene stealer. You're playing a marriage counselor who... There was so much written, especially after Matthew Perry wrote his book. What can you tell me about about working on that show? It wasn't that long ago, maybe six years, seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, he was not well at that time. Um, He was able to pull it off, but you could just tell he wasn't... He just wasn't well. He did everything he needed to do to pull it off, but... I just didn't feel like he was himself. Yeah. I mean, I'd never met him before, but you can just tell when somebody's not really themselves. And I read his book, too, and was so proud of him. Yeah, it was a tough book to get through, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. And you just thought, oh, my God, what this man was going through. And he was going through it while we were doing The Odd Couple, and I kept thinking about that, like, whoa. You have something coming up before I let you go. Theater camp, that seems to be something that's being talked about quite a bit now. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's a bunch of um, 
you know, the creators of theater camp all went to theater camp together and they loved it so much. And now they're all great big successes in the industry, starting with Ben Platt and um, Noah Gavin and all of these kids. And they'd gone to this summer camp called Stage Door Manor and put on musicals. And it was such a fond memory. They decided to create a movie based on their experience. And they, they were all the counselors this time. And the kids were so talented and so adorable. I have to say. Can't wait for that. And, of course, Carolina is back in the fifth and final season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And we look forward to that dropping on April 14th on Amazon Prime. Caroline, lovely to talk to you. Good luck with everything coming up. Thank you so much. And it's lovely to talk to you. Bye-bye. Directors and other actors just love working with Caroline, which is why she has hundreds of roles to her credit and two SAG Awards. Again, Mrs. Maisel is on Amazon Prime. That finishes this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.